What is up, Dolphins, and welcome to a very special edition here on the Finn Sports Football Podcast. Today, I have some very special guests. Uh, we're going to be doing a collaborative mock draft. We're going to be doing a Dolphins mock draft, full seven rounds, and then we're going to be doing a full 30-team first-round mock draft. So let's get into it, guys. On the panel today, got some really, really exciting people, guys that I love listening to on Twitter, YouTube, wherever it is. First, we'll start off with the guy I've had on the podcast. Smart guy, James. Thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate you being here as always. My man, I'm glad to be here. Dude, good to have you. Then we have the man that is responsible. You're welcome to everyone for the Kyle Pitts hype. I don't think I've ever seen a single individual turn an entire <laughs> fan base to want one player you guys know who it is already. It's Professor Klump Sr. How you doing, man? Good to have you on. <laughs> I like the senior there. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I'm glad to be here. And, you know, I'm glad to uh, educate Dolphins fans to understand that Kyle Pitts is the best player in the 2021 NFL draft. Yes, there it is. And then we got another guy on here who, he, honestly, to be honest, is one of the guys that first started liking, you know, a lot of tweets. He's someone that I love, you know, just quality stuff that he puts out there on Twitter. And honestly, I've never really you know, talk to him that much, but I'm super, super stoked to have him here on the podcast. On Twitter, you'll find him at Coordinator Committee Season. How you doing, man? Thanks for coming on. Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, I'm really happy to be here, man. I'm really happy that you invited me. Uh, this is actually the first podcast I'm going to be on, so I'm actually really honored that this is the first one I'm on, and I'm hoping that I can change uh, Clump's idea here for six because I don't think Kyle Pitts is going to be there. Oh, it's, it's going to, it's going to be a fun <laughs> podcast. I don't know if we'll be able to work miracles, but we're, I mean, Hey, like, we're just going to try, we're going to go throughout it. Let's just keep it professional. But dude, I, I'm so excited to have all you guys here. I love it, it. By the way, real quick, before we get into anything, in case these people might live under a rock, I don't know if they do. Can everyone say where you guys uh, can be found, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, just uh, we'll start with James, Jeremy, um, and we'll work our way around if you could just, you know, let people know where they can find you. All right. Well, first and foremost, you can go to at man to man COV pod yes, coverage yes. pod. Okay. That's with me and the professor. Um, and then for me personally, you can go to at smart James 1981. Okay. Yeah. And like he said, make sure you follow at man to man COV pod because James and I, uh, we're pretty happy to join Belly Up Sports and get our podcast with a nice network that we don't have to worry about uh, getting canceled or anything like yeah. that. We, find, we finally found our home. We're excited about that. Um, you can follow me at, at NuttyXProfessor. And then a lot of you know me from uh, I cover the Dolphins for the Fin Fanatic. And I also covered the Florida Gators for Hail Florida Hail. Um, yeah, just follow me there. Awesome. And uh, you can just find me on Twitter. I, I don't do anything special. I just kind of tweet and <laughs> Uh, I'm at Duff Flow 2020, our coordinator committee season to honor our uh, coordinator, our offensive coordinator committee that we have going on. So uh, that's it. All right. So guys, let, let's get into it. Um, as I said, guys listening to this right now, whoever's listening, uh, we're going to be doing at first a full seven round mock draft for the Miami Dolphins. So obviously Dolphins podcast, we're going to be focusing specifically on the team that we all know and love. So let's get into it. I'm going to try to do my best uh, to let you guys, the listeners, know what we see. Right now, everyone on the panel can see, uh, you know, 
trades that we have, uh, who's on the board. And I'll try to do my best guys. You know, if you can, if I miss on anyone, it's all about the listeners making sure that they know what's going on. Cause unfortunately as, as amazing as podcasts are, as much as I love them, there is no visual. So let's make sure that our listeners are, um, you know, up to date on everything going on. So we are going to be using the pro football focus, uh, mock draft simulator and, Starting off, we'll just press start draft. I have the speed. Uh, what's a good speed? I, I like to do not super fast because I kind of like to know what's going on before the pick. But uh, I, what, what speed do you guys want? Yeah, that's good. Just in the middle is probably fine. Okay, perfect. So let's start. Man, I really hope that this is like a normal. Sometimes like the first pick's not like a quarterback and it just shocks me. And I just really hope that doesn't happen. So here we go. Start the draft. Oh, wow. Okay. So Zach Wilson went, then Trevor Lawrence. I mean, at the end of the day, they'll be off the board. But as far as concerning the Dolphins, Penny Sewell went four to Atlanta. Devontae Smith goes to the Bengals. Man, okay. Well, I mean, we just have to kind of ride with it. I know one person's really, really, really excited because the guy I'm circling right here, Kyle <laughs> Fitz, is still available. So if everyone wants to just say who they want, we'll go in that same order. We'll start with James, you know, make our way around, just say who you want and a quick reason of, you know, why. I go Kyle Pitts here. I mean, Kyle Pitts a fantastic player and, and with Sewell and Smith off the board. I mean, I, I think it's a no brainer for me at this point. Yeah. I'm going to obviously uh, agree. I don't know much about Kyle Pitts, but he seems like a pretty good player. And if, if he's available at six, I think, <laughs> no, nah, for real though, uh, Kyle Pitts, this would honestly be a pretty good scenario for the Dolphins. Um, Sewell obviously is the argument of who I would take over Pitts and I wouldn't mind it at all. And if Pitts and Sewell are gone, Devontae Smith would be my guy, but he's gone at five. So yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts would make so much sense here. It just, it's pretty crazy to me that, a lot of people really pushed back on it at first, but I think it's obvious now that Kyle Pitts would be a great fit in Miami. So, yep, going going Pitts there at six. Okay. I'm with you. I'm, I'm taking Pitts at six there, uh, considering that Devontae Smith and Panay Sewell went before him. Um, I don't think that Jamar Chase – no, Jamar Chase is still on the board. Um, oh, okay, that changes things. All right. I think if I'm the Dolphins, I'm going to change it up here. I'm going to go Jamar Chase just because – uh, I'm going to leave the Kyle Pitts train here just because I do like his skill set. I like how he's big. He's fast. Uh, he's got good hands. Uh, he didn't play last year because he opted out for COVID. But I really think that he would fit in what this Dolphins offense is trying to run. Um, obviously, you know, Kyle Pitts Pinnett, or in, uh, Jamar Chase would be the toss-up. But I think I would go Jamar Chase here. Seeing that he's on the board, I think he's wide receiver one for me. Uh, Devontae Smith is number two, but Kyle Pitts is obviously generational. But if I had to go wide receiver, Jamar Chase. Yeah, so uh, in this scenario, I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. Um, for me, honestly, just real quick, it's between Kyle Pitts and Devontae Smith for me, even though I think the world of Jamar Chase, uh, the point of adding a receiver or any offensive weapon is to help your quarterback. And I just think people, for some reason, are sleeping on Devontae Smith. Maybe it's because you know, they haven't seen him since the senior bowl. I don't know what it is, but like him coming to Miami, he would instantly have more chemistry than any other player at the wide receiver position in this draft, let alone he would instantly have the most chemistry with Tua on the team. 
So for me, it's honestly actually between Kyle Pitts, Devontae Smith. Obviously, he goes five to Cincinnati. So for me, I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. Uh, so just out of majority, we're going to go Kyle Pitts, uh, pick number six to Miami. Uh, so, okay, any shockers? Not really. Okay, so who's available to us? Now, position, I guess before we kind of say who's on the board, what are the positions that you guys feel are good value for the Dolphins here at 18? Because I think we would all argue we should probably go heavier on offense in the draft. Obviously, we still need help on the defense, regardless of what some people may say. Um, so right here, guys, what positions uh, do you think we should be looking at? I think we got to at least, you know, look and see what tackles are available. Okay, so tackles available. Uh, Christian Dersall is the best-ranked tackle on the board still. Um, there are some people on this list that maybe I would disagree where they're ranked. I would say after Christian Dersall, I'd probably put Tevin Jenkins. Um, also, Elijah Vera Tucker, I would probably consider him maybe more interior offensive line. Maybe I'm wrong in that. But, um, yeah, as far as concern with offensive tackle – Christian Darisol is still on the board. He's a 16th ranked player. Yeah, for me, I would uh, I would look at either the linebacker position to see if Parsons is there. Obviously, he was taken by the Eagles. So I would either go linebacker here, tackle like James said. But the other position that would be sneaky here at 18 that not a lot of people are talking about is wide receiver. I think, uh, I think it's pretty interesting that wide receivers get talked about like they're all going to go top 10. I mean – C.D. Lamb went pick, what, 17 last year. So I, I will not be surprised at all to see some receivers drop. So I would definitely look in at the receivers there as well. Okay. What about Edge? Edge yeah, edge is, edge is pretty solid too. Uh, edge, best edge available. We'll see. Again, I, it depends really on your rankings. To me, Jalen Phillips is the best edge in the class. Uh, I know some people – disagree with that i know he has like injuries and stuff but um like for me i don't i don't even i don't know how high edge will go in this draft class but you know quitty pay went 14 it might be jalen phillips it might be someone completely different but you know on this like i wouldn't have jason away above these other guys personally um but yeah as far as edge available we got aziz ojalari jason away and J jalen phillips greg rousseau See, I, right now I lean, you know, having the conversation between Darisol and um, Aziz from Georgia. I'm not a bit – I mean, Jason Owen, you know, measurables are absolutely phenomenal, but when you have less than 70 tackles in a three- or four-year career, you know, I, I, I question how big of a project that's going to be. Jalen, you know, Phillips, fantastic year, but if we're talking about injuries, we're already, you know, dealing with, Tua's injury, you know, passed. You're dealing with Preston Williams, DVP. There's no way I, me personally could risk, you know, pick 18 on a guy who, if he has one more concussion, he could be done with football. Right. Um, so, you know, that's the only reason I'm 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 not on Phillips um, at an edge. It has absolutely nothing to do with his the injury concern. with his skill. But yeah, there's already so many guys, and I don't think the Dolphins currently have the draft capital to be risking you know, on someone who's been medically retired, you know, as a collegiate athlete. And, and real quick before uh, uh, co coordinator committee season, you get uh, in on this and let us know uh, what you're thinking. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. Like when it comes to defense, the, the reality that we have to understand as Dolphin fans is we have a defensive head coach. 
a good one in that. And so I think the assumption that Brian Flores, if he drafts defensive players, is just going to try to get the best guy out there. He, like with Noah Igbenogany, he might try to lean towards guys with a high ceiling that may be not there yet, but that are young. Like Noah Igbenogany, you look at someone like him, if he can develop, by the time he's in his prime is when the Dolphins are going to be in that Super Bowl bubble. So I think we also need to consider that with defense that it's not always necessarily going to be the most polished guy, but maybe a guy that has a lot of tools in his, you know, he, he's just a physical freak of nature, but he just needs to be polished by a good defensive coach. I agree. I think somebody's got to bring up running back at this point as well. I was right. actually just going to say, no one's brought up running back, which is <laughs> yes. actually yeah. makes me happy. I feel like that's a good thing. I just, I mean, it's got to be at least talked about. Yeah. yeah I'll, put, it can be, you know, I'll, I'll put offensive tackle, linebacker, and edge, and I'll just see. And then continue what you were saying, man. Uh, I just want to put all of them up there so you can see best of each. I think that um, pick 18, as much as everybody wants it to be running back on Dolphins Twitter, uh, I think it's going to be an edge player. I think it's going to be the best available edge. Uh, I get what Smart James is saying about um, Jalen Phillips' injury history, and he's been medically retired. Um, he did come back. I mean, I know he was medically retired. He did come back. Uh, concussions are something that just happened in football, um, obviously. Uh, I think he has the highest ceiling in this draft as far as it comes to edge. I really, really like what he brings, and I think he actually fits – very, very well. Um, I think that he's a versatile player um, and he can play a lot of different positions on that line if he needs to. So um, I like Jalen Phillips at that position, but I think a running back is also a good conversation to have at that position as well. Okay. So let's, let's decide between position. And then once we get to position, we'll uh, take a guy that we all like. So position wise, um, Anyone, anyone in favor of run? How many want running back? Not or me. think we should take one? <laughs> okay, so yeah, per- personally, right here, um, if I'm giving my opinion, uh, I think Christian. I, I, I'm shocked. Again, it's hard because I don't think Christian Darisol would be here. I think pure tackle. He's, you know, the thing I love about Slater is that he can play so many positions. But Christian Darisol's the second best tackle in the draft. I'd be shocked if he got this far. Um, and obviously he'd be an improvement over what we have. Uh, here's my thing with edge real quick. I always, the thing about edge is Brian Flores with that scheme. It's more so about creating pressure. And I understand that turns a lot of people off because I want an edge rusher and a lot of people do. I just, I, I'm can, I question how high Brian Flores would take an edge rusher when he has a scheme that is meant to, focus mainly on quarterbacks. Uh, Cornerbacks are like the edge rushers in his scheme. That's where he puts all the money and he creates pressures with his, you know, multiple coverages and and multiple blitz packages and stuff like that. So for me, if I'm leaning towards anything right here, it's going to be offensive line or running back uh, personally. Yeah, I definitely agree with offensive line. I think if, if I'm going here at 18, the way the board fell, I'm definitely going tackle here. So are we all in agreement? Is everyone okay? Christian Darisol here at pick 18. The only problem with, with him is, are you going to play him at left tackle or are you going to play him at right tackle? That's the only thing that gets me. Is That's why I kind of like Jenkins. I mean, he had those short arms, but 
you got to think it's going to be interesting to see if you can plug him in at right tackle, because if you're drafting him and putting him at left tackle, I mean, you're, you're really shaking up the offensive line then. I mean, you got to pretty much, you're giving up on Jackson then in my opinion, because I don't think you can move him to right tackle. And then, I mean, it's, it'd be very interesting to see what they do, but if, if he's there, it's probably a discussion that you have to take him and see how he does at right tackle. How we, how would we feel about a trade back to make that Tevin Jenkins pick more valuable than at 18? I mean, if the board felt like this, I would like a trade back. I didn't know we could do that right now. If we, if we could trade, I'm definitely trading back right now. It's up to you guys, though. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm trading back on this pick. James. I, I mean, I personally probably wouldn't, but at the same time, I, I'm not like, oh, my goodness, why are you doing this? I mean, and if, you know, if, if the majority says trade back, I mean, I'm down with it. I'm just, you know, I'm just – I'm not the guy with as many holes as they have that says, hey, let's just keep, you know – going back but if we're going to trade back i would hope that we're trading back for some value this year instead of continually pushing it off to you know 2022 2023 i was yeah, i was thinking agree. i was thinking for me personally a team like tennessee trade back with them for 22 maybe get a third and a fifth or a sixth maybe i don't know the value of what you guys would think about that but i agree i want more picks this year that's honestly one of the only knocks i had about our trade back originally is I just wish there would have been more picks this year, but I also understand that that's the name of the game for Chris Greer is flexibility every year and not just all his eggs in one basket. So how would we feel about a trade back to 22, not too far back, but a trade back about four spots, see if we can pick up, you know, a third and a fifth possibly. Yeah. I mean, I'm down with that. I I would, I wouldn't even be opposed to trading back farther. Like I think a team like the Green Bay Packers who need to show Aaron Rodgers that they're going to get aggressive for him or, or even a team like the Chiefs maybe might try to move up far because the, the window, you know, you want to try to win when you can. And, and I mean, I don't, I don't mind trading back far at 18. I think 18 is the talked about pick of who we should get at 18. And the thought of a trade back hasn't really been that big of a thing, but I really believe that the Dolphins would be kind of smart to trade back here. Right. I mean, they did it last year, 26, no one expected. And I mean, it, it really all depends on how the board stacks. Again, I don't know. None of us know who Chris Greer loves. He, he's going to be aggressive, whether it's trading back, trading up. If he likes a guy, I feel like if there's a guy at 18 that he loves, but I don't I agreed with, I mean, what you just said, if there's no one that he loves, I mean, the dude loves getting extra picks. So I just got one, one question before you hit yeah. this button on trade is, Scroll over here on the left because, I, I mean, at this point, I'm not saying to do it. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is based on Dolphins Twitter, I think it would almost be criminal if we did not mention whether or not that Najee Harris has been drafted. I, I'm not saying yeah. to draft him, but if you look at Dolphins but Twitter, I mean, at least acknowledge whether or not he's on he the board He has not been not. drafted, but on this, again, like ranked 60. 60- he's ranked perfectly as running back three. I do like that. That's uh, Oh, God. <laughs> I, I I just, I, regardless of where you rank him, I would think that at least all three top running backs are late first to middle second round talent, personally. I, I, don't, I don't see yeah. any of these running backs. I mean, I, I have this kind of reversed from one to three this way, but I don't think any running back, even my third running back, is I should be taken any later than middle second. Obviously, value will dictate that, but talent-wise, I think all of them are top 50 talent in this draft easily. 
Yeah, and I think if you trade back from 18 and pick up some ammunition, you can actually trade back up into the first and get one of those running backs if you get scared too. So I like that little flexibility. With See, that's why I was going to trade back to 22 because I feel like none of the teams ahead will want a running back. And if we want to do that, um, we could obviously see about tackle and edge, but say there is a running back that is there. Maybe you'd rather take him at 22, even if it's not Najee Harris. I'm not sold on one running back. I love Najee. Don't get me wrong, but I'm more of a, I want a good running game. I don't necessarily need an elite running back. Just give me a great offensive line for the running back to run through. Um, so I'm not like as die hard on 18 with Najee. Again, I think he's a phenomenal player. And if we pick him at 18, I am more than happy. Um, but, you know, I, I just personally feel like there's no player right now that I see on this board that I'm like, man, got to have him. So I personally would rather trade back, honestly. I'm with it. Okay. So let's trade back. Um, I mean, you know, I'm trying to think teams that are typically aggressive. I don't know. I Maybe, you know, the Saints at 28, they've been aggressive. Obviously, we traded uh, uh, with Green Bay last year. Um, I just like the appeal of 22. I think that's a good spot in this draft. Um, if you guys are okay with that, I just, I personally like just moving back five spots. Maybe you get a guy there, maybe the same guy that's available at 18, but it's, it's a little better taking him at 22. Works for me. Okay. So uh, Tennessee, what do you guys think is good value? Cause I was going to do, I don't know. I'm trying to think, what did we get last year when we moved back? We were 26. We moved back to 30. Didn't we get a third? And is that it? Or what else did we get last year? Remember when we moved back with Green Bay? Oh, I forget. I'm, I'm trying to think. But I want to say, I mean, I'll see if they take it. But a third round pick, let's do pick 85 and then maybe one in the – I mean, it's it's only moving up four spots. I don't know the exact value, but I would say probably like pick 205. Do you want to try this? It's The value is 900 for Miami at 18 and – Tennessee is 780. So it'd be the difference of 120. 120 is about a late third rounder, mid third rounder. So yeah, I would just go third rounder and then try to get like a, a five or a six, like you said. Okay. Two, uh, let's go 215. I just feel like they're, it's only 10 spots further than 205. And I feel like they'll want to do it more. Uh, they'll be more willing to. Let's offer the trade. Oh my God. You, uh, okay. Um, let's, do you want to swap? I would honestly be okay with just picking up 85, to be honest. 85 is valued at 165. So, okay, let's I see. mean, that's a top 100 pick. I don't even know if they'd take that, but that's a top 100 pick. You're still not. Um, hmm. 100 would be worth 100 exactly, which is actually kind of crazy. <laughs> so, see. then we the, the Dolphins would be losing the trade then, though, by 20 points. Okay. So you could do 100 and you could do. What if we gave, what if I put like a seventh rounder for them and then I added like a, or one of our seventh, like if I gave 215, but I gave them that other seventh. So we're moving up technically two times, if that makes sense. Yeah. You you can try it. My goodness. (laughs) This is going to be tough. These people. This is why when so many people try to play general manager, I'm like, y'all don't even know. Chris Greer is just like working these phones. I don't even know how he does it. We're on here with mock draft simulators that are giving us a hard time. He's dealing with actual people. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't do. It didn't do just that. Maybe. 
I mean, it's kind of taking a long time and they're not really budging. So, I mean, do you just want to pick a guy here? I'm fine with it. I mean, if no one trades back, you got to pick someone. I mean, so. the, main, the main guy I'm wanting, honestly, if we go, I, I love offensive linemen. I'm like, you know, smart guy. I really love offensive linemen. So that would be my pick right here, uh, personally, even though we went at 18 last year with an offensive lineman. Uh, I don't really think Christian yeah. Darisol or Austin Jackson are particularly close to each other coming out of the draft. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I know some people might be upset that you move or, you know, that Austin Jackson plays left tackle if you get Christian Darisol. Unless there's another guy, again, you let me know. If you want to go edge, I'm fine with that. There's another guy, you know, uh, Aziz Oshilari. He's a phenomenal pick here. Jalen Phillips. I can- I'd honestly, I'm going to fight for Jenkins uh, from Oklahoma State. Honestly, I I think I don't think Darisol is going to be there e- either. So, just to kind of keep it more realistic, yeah. I think Jenkins has a real shot of being there at 18, and he's got the right tackle experience. And uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys watch film on him. He's nasty. He is like one of my favorite players. He just puts people in the ground. If you watch him against Texas, oh my God, he is he was incredible against Texas. So, is everyone it's up okay to you guys, but. I- I'm going to fight for Jenkins there because I think he'll be there at 18 and, and that's a real conversation the Dolphins will have. And then you, you bump Hunt inside to guard and then you let the left guard spot get battled out. It's just, this guy I'm certain is also another guy that I don't think will True. be there, but I would be fine with Elijah Vera Tucker, put him at left guard near Austin Jackson, played near him at USC. That's another guy I forgot was on there. I Honestly, I'm changing my mind. That's my guy. I, I want Elijah Vera Tucker at 18 personally. And you're going to play him at left guard? Yes. I get where you're going there. My only thing, though, is is if you get a tackle, then you make the you can the hope is is you make the tackle position and the guard position better, because if you take a tackle, you can move Hunt inside and you improve two positions. Vera Tucker at guard doesn't do you anything for any position except for guard. Um, so you're only improving one position. So, so you're okay with the Tevin Jenkins at 18. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with, with Jenkins or with Darisol. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, you know, uh, I'm fighting for either one. But I, I just think that the tackle position, because of what you can – the you know, the dominoes that fall after that is a right, bigger plus. translates better at guard anyway, in, personally, I think. Um, okay, so we're going to do Jenkins. I'll, so, can who, I add one thing quick? Yeah. But I think I've also been a fan of saying you improve two positions, and I agree with Smart Guy. But I actually think you improve three positions when you think about it, just because then that left guard spot will be a, like a battle in training camp. Like no one's giving that job to Flowers and Kinley can battle it out, and I think it brings out the best in both of them. So I personally I, don't even understand. I, I mean, if it were me, if you guys listened to the podcast a long time ago, I, I didn't really want Flowers. I, I I don't like Flowers for ten million dollars. Maybe they just couldn't find someone to trade with but i just i yeah that's why i'm so high on guard because like i just i when i watch the film i understand we had austin jackson and we had a lot of rookies but like our interior offensive line was just like not it last year i mean i think i i don't know if one of you posted it but they showed like a running percentage or something and like when you looked at the running percentage between like uh jackson and kinley it wasn't – I mean, the running in general wasn't too good, but I'm just not a fan of our interior offensive line, so that's why I typically tend to go there more so than anything. Okay. Um, so here, uh, I would 
I mean, we haven't gone running back yet, which some people listening to this may have already logged off because like <laughs> we, did, we did take running back, but uh, I'm trying to see. Look, oh yeah. Uh, I'm personally, I understand like offensive line. Another guy that I'm super high on is Landon Dickerson. I think aside from the injury, if it weren't for the injury, he, in my opinion, is a mid first round pick agree to disagree, I guess, but I agreed. Agreed. I, I just think he is by far the, he, he to me is like a Tua honestly coming out where it's the injury that's making him comparable to other centers. Uh, and, you know, I, you, you may disagree. Uh, just for me, when I look at it, it's like Tua where the only reason there's, you know, discussion between the him, where he should go, if he should fall or not was because of the injury. Um, but if it weren't for the injury, you know. Okay, hold on. Wait, before we get into anything... Uh, we have a special guest joining us. Doug, are you there? We got DDW on the podcast right now. Are you there, Doug? Yeah, I'm here, bud. Dude, what is up? Oh, you got you got it on. He's he's used to YouTube, so he's got the he's got the setup. All of us are here on our laptops, and he's got the professional setup. His lighting is all fixed. Is the baby to sleep and everything? Everything good there? Just put her to sleep. She got her shots today, so it was like. She was fighting it as much as she could, but I got her to sleep. <laughs> I just want to say, I think maybe I speak for all of us. Like you're personally the reason I started this podcast. I started watching you. And uh, so I just wanted to in person say, thank you so much for coming on. You're like, in my opinion, the driving force to dolphins nation on YouTube, on Twitter and everything. So personally, just, I, I really, really appreciate you being here. I appreciate that guy. And if you guys need anything from me, like I always say, don't hesitate to ask, man. This is a huge community and I could do whatever I can to help every single one of you. I definitely will. So let me catch you up. So we're doing a, well, we're kind of taking our good old time right now. <laughs> we're, we're doing a, a mock draft. If you can see, we're doing a seven round. We picked Kyle Pitts, six, uh, okay. Smith, Penny. So we're gone. Eight, wow. Devonte Smith went to the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, and I said personally, it's between Kyle Pitts and Devontae Smith for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, not saying anything bad about Jamar Chase. He's phenomenal. Just the chemistry with Tua to me is something that no one else has. And then at 18, we spent about an hour on it. But we ended up going with Tevin Jenkins just to put him at right tackle, move Robert Hunt to right guard. Um, like a bunch of them said, he fixed multiple positions with one pick. Um, so we went Tevin Jenkins there. Now we're here at 36. And right before we kind of all decided maybe to get running back you came on so we obviously we need to we need to give you your time man but uh yeah we're we're here at pick 36 haven't picked a running back yet uh curious on all of your guys thoughts on you know position what position you'd like to go here what's good value all running backs here on the board what do you guys think it seems like you could get one of the one of the two that I like and uh, Javante Williams and Najee Harris, Najee Harris, probably with our 50th. Oh, you don't have Najee Harris ranked fourth like Chris Sims? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had him second, <laughs> which kind of bothered some people. I had him second. Um, I'd probably go with Phillips here. Okay. Even though his injury history scares the crap out of me, give you a little teaser for my uh, pass rush uh, top five breakdown. His injury history and his concussions scare the crap out of me, but I still think getting him at thirty six is probably a, a good value there. Okay, what about you guys? What What are you guys thinking? I know that's that's basically what uh, Smart Guy said earlier too. He was saying that 
you know, on field production, obviously like he had a great year, dude's a dude's a beast. Um, but the injury just with all the players on our team with injury <laughs> already, I mean, adding another one is, you know, how, how good is that going to be? I'll be honest. Um, just me personally, Phillips here, I think is just, and this is just me personally, I couldn't take him just because I don't think you had the draft capital or the, or the, the personnel capital to take a risk with injuries with, with a current team. Um, he's a fantastic player. He, he may go on to be a Hall of Famer, but, you know, me personally, I couldn't take the risk based on what the current roster has. And for me personally here at 36, um, I'd look running back and just me personally, I would probably go ahead and take out and act as though Najee and ETN aren't there because realistically um, most would think that they're not going to be here. And I like Javante Williams. Um, so if it was me personally, my first vote, you know, would be Javante Williams at 36. And I think it's a great value. Yeah. yeah thank I you agree. for giving Javante Williams love. Um, I, I think a lot of people just because Najee Harris, the big name, uh, when you watch Javante Williams tape, you know, Chris Sims had him at fifth, like, I don't know how you leave, you know, watching tape on that guy and not say that dude is going to annihilate people. If if he obviously with all running backs, you don't you don't give him a good offensive line, they're not going to be good. But that dude with a with a solid team around him, good offensive line, oof, he's going to do some yeah. I know James is obviously going to disagree with me here, and this is actually one of our topics for man to man coverage this week, but. I do think ETN will actually have a chance to be there at 36. I think a lot of people are really underestimating the idea that now, according to Peter King, six quarterbacks could go in the first round. Wow. And I mean, if Kyle Trask goes in the first round, like Peter King suggesting, I mean, whew, that is, that's going to push some players on the board. And I don't see teams reaching on running backs. If that means these, these pass rushers, these offensive tackles, there's going to be some premium players that are going to drop. And I don't see teams reaching on a running back. So I think there's a real good chance that a lot of these running backs do make it to the second round. And uh, I mean, uh, a lot of people gave me crap for it, but ETN is my number one running back. I, I just love everything about his game. I know uh, I can't give too much because I don't want James to, to have my one-on-one my -on -one argument, but I will say if there's one player there at running back that I think could plug into the Miami Dolphins offense and instantly give them, I mean, he is a home run hitter. I think he had 18 touchdowns of 44 plus yards. That's incredible. That's exactly what the Miami Dolphins need at running back. He catches passes out of the backfield. He's got balance like Kamara. He's got the patience like Lev Bell when he was at, at, at Pittsburgh. I just – I'm going to fight for ETN. I know probably no one's going to agree with me, and I'm completely fine with that. I, I, if, I love him too. I, if I like ETN all is there at 36, I think he will fit the Miami Dolphins, especially with Kyle Pitts now on the roster, and we improve the right tackle. ETN is the home run hitter at running back. When you have a home run hitter at running back and you also have that 12 personnel – you don't really need to get that ground and pound running back like like Najee Harris. You can get that RPO game going better with it, like a like a home run hitter like ETN. In my opinion, I love the fit in Miami, especially with Pitts. And I'm gonna fight for ETN. I'm okay with no one agreeing with me, but I'm gonna sit with ETN, and you guys can decide who else you want. Okay. So I guess we're kind of like all. I mean, Doug, I know you said Jalen Phillips, but I think we can all can we all come to the consensus consensus that we're trying to get running back here? I guess then. Yeah, because at, at some point, in, and, and this happened to us uh, last year, we it seemed like the Dolphins were waiting. Okay, we'll wait on running back. And then there was that big run. And then the Dolphins were like, we're going to sit pat. And then 
J.K. Dobbins went to the Ravens right before. So if I'm the Dolphins here, yeah, I think I'm going right. Because a lot of people like to look at Gaskin and they look at Ackman and they look at who we have. And they're like, they're not bad. They're not bad. They're not great, though. You know, we right. want the next Ricky. We want Kamara. We want these guys who are going to take over a game. So, yeah, no, I 100% agree with you guys. I was actually just flipping back to my uh, running back notes so I can <laughs> pick someone properly. Um yeah, ETN, which that's how you pronounce his last name, if you guys didn't know that. Um, yeah, he's got that big run ability that I wouldn't be – any three, ETN, Williams, Harris, I'd be static with any of those three at 36. But like you guys were saying, I don't see Harris, maybe even ETN being here at 36. It's just – I could see them going late first. Yeah. I, I, the other thing, selfishly, as a Dolphin fan, I just – if Jordan Howard can wear 34, I would love to see Javante Williams wear 34 and see yeah. Williams in 34 again, just running over. All so, right, I'm switching my pick. I like that now. No one should wear 34, but then if you're going to give it to Jordan Howard, who had, you know, more rushing yards than, you know, probably he had less rushing yards than like Ryan Fitzpatrick had in some games in all of his four <laughs> games with the Dolphins. Um, if you're going to give 34 to him, then you should give it to Javante Williams. And I don't know, maybe we can ask him to grow his hair out. I don't right. know. But, uh, <laughs> just move for thought. For me, I'm, I'm going Javante Williams here. I think it's realistic, too, that he falls um, to this pick over like a ETN or Harris. Do we go with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Awesome. I'm, I like I like Javante Williams' game. Okay. Here we go. Uh, okay. We're at 50. God, we have so many picks, guys. I, like when uh, it's going to be sad the day where you do these and it's like one pick per round. <laughs> it's a sad day. Like it kind of gets boring in the fourth round when we have no picks because we're used to having like seven per round. But yeah, okay. So here we are, pick 50. Uh, let's talk about what we've addressed so far. We've done offense, I feel like, pretty solidly. I think we should focus defense here. We've gone offensive line. We've gone weapon in Kyle Pitts, not putting him at tight end or wide receiver. We got a weapon, got a running back. Uh, I think right here we should focus on defense. Uh, I think it would just be a smart uh, pick to, you know, look at linebacker, look at edge, see what's available. I'm with you. I just offer that I think if you don't get your premier center here, you're not going to get a premier center later on. I'm with James. I'm going center I I think the Dolphins' defense is more than capable of succeeding, especially if the offense can play better. I'm all for the first four picks going offense. I've done way too many mock drafts doing the offense taking four – or the Dolphins taking four offensive players. Yeah, and you got Dickerson there and you got Quinn there. Yes, I love – Doug, I said this earlier. I think – the thing with Landon is the same thing with Tua where he's in conversation with a bunch of other guys because of the injury. But for me, when I watch the film, there's some guys that just know there's something about like what's in between the ears that they just understand the position. That's what I see with Landon Dickerson. It's a guy Mm -hmm. that when I watch him, I'm like, okay, he just understands the center position. Um, And I think if it weren't for the injury, he would be a first round pick. If he's here at 50, I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah, if you can add Tevin Jenkins, Landon Dickerson, have Robert Hunt at right guard, and you know, hopefully, with all of that, the left side is figured out. Ooh, that's and you exciting. got the depth with uh, Jesse Davis, yeah, and Eric Flowers. If Solomon Kinley beats him out, 
And people will say like, look, we signed Matt Skura. What did he sign? Like a one year, $1 million contract. Like here's my notes. <laughs> if that's going like- to deter you from signing an offensive lineman, like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like that's a, it's a $1 million contract that in cap space is nothing. There's not one signing the Dolphins did in free agency that will deter us from drafting that position because of the, the I think the max was uh, Will Fuller. He got the one year 10.6 mil. Other than that, no one got a contract that you're like, oh, they're not going that position. Even Will Fuller will still draft the wide receiver. Is it weird that like the biggest amount of money was Jason Sanders? Yeah. Like $26 <laughs> million. No, dude deserves it. Like of gold. Um, but I would love Landon Dickerson here. Uh, I think it would solidify that offensive line. And on top of it, you get a center that is familiar with Tua that, you know, cannot be undervalued just like with the Devonte Smith connection, stuff like that. Uh, Landon Dickerson's my pick here personally. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, we'll go I'm against the grain. Oh, oh crap. I didn't mean to. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry. I would have made, I would have made a case there. Uh, I mean, and I want to preface this as, as I'm an Alabama fan. So when anybody who's hating on me for saying anything negative about Dickerson, he's a dog. But um, we're not talking about a injury. We're talking about four out of five seasons being season-ending injuries. And I would have gone Quinn Miners there, um, rising top 50 player, and he gives you flexibility. If you need a guard this season, that's his position. If you need somebody to groom to take over for center, I mean, he's your guy there too. So he gives you flexibility, you know, at that guard and tackle position. Um, and Dickerson's moved around a lot, but primarily played, you know, switched um, tackles positions. And, and like I said, Quinn gives you that without the, the injury history. All right. Okay. Well, well, let's say we went center there. I did not mean to <laughs> click that. No, it's all right. Okay. I did not mean to click that for it. Poor James. He's like, dude, I'm just trying to get back. <laughs> I, I would have gotten outvoted like, anyway. You invited, I wanted to just, you're like, just you invited me, there. okay? I'm like, <laughs> a podcast. I would have argued with you, James, anyways. I'm a huge Quinn fan, and uh, not to, you know, spoil anything, but I do have an interview coming up with him, too. Nice. I'm a, I'm a big fan of him, but I just – I I think he did great at the Senior Bowl, but it's just not enough for me as a top 50 pick. I just couldn't there's, – there's nothing against D3 football. Listen, I play D3 football. I don't think D3 football is that great, to be completely honest. Yes, he did great at the Senior Bowl, but I don't know, man. I just don't think I'd feel comfortable taking him at 50. 81 if he's there, 150%. I'd take him at 81. But top 50 in the 2021 NFL draft with Landon Dickerson, who would have been a first round pick if he wasn't injured. I, I just would rather take the risk on the injury than a D three player being better than Landon Dickerson. In my opinion, where did Creed Humphrey go? He went to, I think he went to the bills. I saw. Oh, of course he did. Okay. <laughs> just out of luck. Stupid. Okay. Uh, so pick 81. Are we going defense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are guys? that you like i think honestly this is i in my personal opinion i think this is where the senior bowl is going to be so crucial for the panthers and dolphins because obviously Devonte smith and uh Najee harris were there but aside from that there weren't too many in my opinion day one guys i know mac jones you know that's a whole different conversation, but i think this is where the senior bowl is going to come in such handy because you're going to have a lot of guys that the Dolphins got to work with 
where they can take him now and feel confident that, you know, they're not the most amazing players yet, but this is where Brian Flores and Chris Greer, in my opinion, are going to work their magic, finding those day two, late day two, early day three picks. Yeah, because they 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 can run the simplified version of their offense and defense, because yeah. that's what they ran at the Senior Bowl is just a very vanilla right. offense and defense that we're going to run. So if they can pick that up, yeah, hundred um, percent. Are we more wanting as far as defense? I think we could all agree edge and linebacker are probably then the two biggest positions of need. Um, guys, I'm trying to see if you see any people on here from the Senior I- Bowl that stand out to you. Let me know. I don't think uh, anybody from the senior bowl, but I think you got Chaz is Chaz there. Was he the yeah. He was uh, bowl, right. He yeah. didn't practice though. I don't or did he? No, he did for a little. I remember watching a video. He was working with the linebackers coach. Yeah. But you got Chaz Surratt, and then if you scroll back up, I mean, what's his name? Uh Davis's stock has been going up pretty, you know, pretty high since you know his pro day, um, based on his numbers. Yeah. Did Cox work out of the senior bowl too from LSU? think he might have did he I, I, he's the end uh, he's the north dakota state transfer so i think he did oh no i really like i really like jabor cox i'm not sure i don't i don't remember he might maybe he did I don't yeah he did he did yeah he did, he did was he on the panthers team though is that why uh he might have been on the panthers team yeah um personally for me a guy that i know again i think it can't be overstated that they got to work with these players for a week uh chasra i actually have him higher than this i don't think he should be behind some of these guys. If I was going linebacker um, with the – wait, Baron Browning will not uh, – I don't think he'll be there uh, at 81. I think he's the best linebacker here personally. I don't think he'll be here. But realistically, I'd probably go Chasserot. Yeah, either between him or um, Jamin Davis. Davis. I mean, I can click. I don't know if we want to see the grade. Uh, those are the grades for 2018-19-20. Um, It'd be tough for me, honestly. I, I like Surratt a lot, though, so I wouldn't fight that pick whatsoever. I, I think uh, Davis is getting round one talk now, which is actually pretty bizarre. But uh, I know a lot of people like him, though. Um, I would say for the sake of, like, the mock draft being real, Surratt's probably the, the guy there, but it's up to you guys. I'm okay with either. I'd be okay with Jabril Cox, too. You could tell me on that. I love his versatility, yeah. and he can really cover as well. I like his coverage. Yeah, I like Jabril Cox at this pick, actually. Him or Jamin Davis. Okay. So, I mean, we got – it's either – then let's decide Jabril Cox, Jamin Davis. I would go Jabril Cox out of the two. Yeah. The fact yeah. that they have him ranked 47 and he's still there at 81, yeah, seems like a steal. Okay. So, we're going to go kind of quickly through the rest of these picks. Um, you know, just we'll, – we'll talk through – position because i do want to get to uh doug at the very end of this we're going to do a full just first round mock draft each person's just going to give their pick of who they think a team will select uh we'll each get a team and we'll just go through it real quick obviously there are certain teams we don't care about as much as the dolphins so it shouldn't <laughs> take shouldn't take too much longer i just i don't know i'm a nerd with, when it comes to stuff like that i don't just like doing mock drafts about the dolphins i like you know I just love football, so I love just doing mock drafts, seeing who I think other teams will take. Um, So here we are, pick 156. I'll probably put the speed up on this because now we're getting to that point. Uh, I think there's here's let me recommend a guy because this is a guy that I saw at the Senior Bowl, Patrick Jones, 
or Ellerson Smith. I don't know where he is. I love Patrick Jones. He did get wrecked by Quinn Miners, but I love Patrick Jones. Right, but those are two guys that for me, um, if you want to go edge here, if you want to go maybe wide receiver, if you wanted to go, I don't know, any other positions, but uh, those are two guys for me personally uh, look at, I would love right here. I'd look at safeties and, and wide receivers. Okay, let's put safeties up here. I did my, I'm having my safety rankings come out. This is a guy right here, DeMar Hamlin, that I'm very high on. Um, some people aren't because his physical. Oh, hello. Sorry, my watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, his, his upside to me, DeMar Hamlin, he doesn't have a, a great physical skill set, but um, he's just one of those players that I just believe has the smarts to play safety. And I think that being smart and being instinctive at the safety position is so important. So if I'm going a safety here, I would go to Mar Hamlin. Well, we got well, we got left at wide receiver. And is Caden Stearns there, still there at safety? He's probably long gone. Uh, here, let me just do wide receiver one second. So wide receiver, best availables, at least on this ranking, is uh, Dax M- Milne. Dax Milne. Uh, Don't even ask me how to pronounce his name. Uh, yeah, there's Shy Smith, like just some names that I think are probably ranked higher than where they are in here. Shy Smith. I'm a big, big uh, Powell fan, Cornell Powell from Clemson. I think he had that one year there, but he is a very underrated route runner, a very underrated receiver. And he looked like he was yoked up at the pro day. I don't know if you guys saw a picture of him. He's a monster. So nice. I do like – I would be completely fine with – I mean, it's a, it's a risk at 156. But if the Dolphins did want to add a wide receiver, Powell would be my pick there. But I'm I'm definitely okay with Patrick Jones. I love Patrick Jones. Okay, so I'll put wide receiver and edge up here. Uh, yeah, for me, um, if it were me, I also I, I personally like Austin Watkins too. Um, uh, I, I just like edge. I, I don't know. I I really like Patrick Jones and Ellerson Smith, uh, but I understand wide receiver too. So. I'll give three guys, Ellerson Smith, Patrick Jones, actually two guys there, and then, you know, a wide receiver. Who we who we doing? Your votes. I'm going with Edge right here. I'm probably going with Patrick Jones at this position. Okay. Uh, I do like Cornell Powell, too, but I think that Edge is the bigger need. Okay. So I think they take Edge. What about you, Doug? Yeah, I agree. I'd, I'd probably go Edge here as well. Okay. And Patrick Jones is your guy if you're going edge or who do you have a guy different? No, yeah, probably going to go with Patrick Jones as well. What, what about you, James and Jeremy? Go ahead, Professor. Uh, I'm going Patrick Jones. If we're going edge, Patrick Jones, he, he's very underrated. Senior bowl was pretty good for him other than that bad rep against Quinn, Quinn Miners, but I, I definitely like Patrick Jones here. I think he's got a lot of upside. I actually think he fits the Dolphins' defense pretty well too, and he, he can replace Lawson as well, so I, I like his fit. No objection. I'm, I'm good with him. Patrick Jones. And also we have to factor in the, the Brian Flores effect that I just feel like these players are going to, the, their best days are yet to come with, with Brian Flores. I mean, if he can take someone like an Andrew Van Ginkle, obviously can find talent like that. Like I just think the physical freak that is Patrick Jones, cause he is a dude uh, you pair that with Brian Flores and just the coach he is should work. Um, okay, wide receiver. I think this is our last pick. Uh, wide, uh, two, wide two thirty-one and two fifty-eight. Yes, we do. 
Okay, so two positions here. Uh, we've addressed edge. Um, we've addressed a lot. Uh, I don't know if you want to go maybe wide receiver here, uh, get one of those later day three picks at wide receiver to maybe compete. Yeah. See um, if you can get it, become a special teamer or something. Right. Um, the only guy I see on here that really – I know some people are high on TJ Vasher – uh, Frank Darby, I, I liked what I saw from him at the Senior Bowl. You know, he had some good ups, some downs, but I like Frank Darby here. Yeah, I was actually looking at that name, knowing I heard him. Uh, the kid from the kid from Illinois. What's it? I don't know how to say. Uh, uh, let's see. Illinois. Right there, Josh. In oh the, however you say that. <laughs> I, I, I I'm not joking. When I scrolled over there, I thought it was Igbenogany. Anytime long game with an eye, that's probably horrible. But I just... he's actually I've watched a couple games on him. He's actually pretty solid too. I don't think he'd actually be there that late. I think he had a huge pro day, and a lot of people are ranking him a little higher, but he's pretty solid too. I mean, I, I'm okay with not going wide receiver, honestly, just because I think the Dolphins will be okay with their offense that they have now and kind of address it if they have to by re-signing Will Fuller to a long-term extension or kind of finding someone in free agency next year or the draft. But I mean, it's up to you guys. I really, at these, at these, at, at this point in time in the draft, you just kind of go for someone you take a chance on and hope they become like someone said, a special teamer or, or just at least can make your 53 man roster. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. So it, it really, I, I don't mind anything. I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if the dolphins went interior defensive line here as well. I know they tried to get uh, Lawrence guy and he ended up resigning with the Patriots. So they obviously still want to address that position as well. So it, it's it's really kind of at this point in time, you you pick who you you want to fill some holes and and hope they make the roster. Yeah. I just look at BPA, which is typically, I mean, a lot of this stuff is you just want a guy that you feel really confident on. And Frank Darby was at the senior bowl. Um, he's obviously one of the top ranked players right now. Uh, and I think if you can just get a wide receiver in there, just even even if it's just for competition, just to push some of these guys that are already there. Um, cause we, we, we didn't do wide receiver. Um, I don't believe, I mean, we got Kyle Pitts obviously, but we didn't do wide receiver. And I think at least if you get some depth, that would be good. So uh, my pick is Frank Darby. I'm, I'm on board with that. I really don't mind it at all. Yeah. We good with that. Okay. So we'll just do Frank Darby and then last pick, and then we'll, we'll get through this. I'm curious to see what everyone wants for other teams. I love, I love when teams or fans from other teams, tell other teams what they need it's just the best okay uh last pick here um what if what what would happen if the dolphins got a quarterback i wouldn't be upset really i wouldn't be upset at all either i, I, don't, yeah. I don't i wouldn't either. i think dolphins fans get too defensive over like anything like that you know i just i heard some decent things about ian book too that's that's my guy i would love the dolphins to get him just because I think out of all the quarterbacks at the senior bowl, I liked him the most personally. Um, uh, yeah. And I just, I like that he's a dual threat, obviously more in the running game is what he specializes more in. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I thought maybe more people would be skeptical about that, but. I'd go against the grain. I'd be more of an Elliger fan, just Ian book to me. Like at, when I watched him at the senior bowl during practice, he, and and I'm not I haven't broke down or, or spent hours watching Notre Dame film, but I mean I saw him you know against Alabama and then at the Senior Bowl, and he was a 
you know, if the first read's covered, I'm running. And, and I saw a lot of that. Um, and, and oftentimes, I mean, especially as long as he's been in college, it's, it's difficult to get them out of that because he wants to use his athletic ability. And I think it's going to be a little tougher at the pro level. And, and picking a QB this late in the draft, I mean, it's going to be a project anyway. Right. So I, I, just me personally, I'd go Ellinger, but I understand, you know, the, the desire and, and wanting book there as well. So we be I, to- I, I honestly think seventh round picks are people that the team doesn't want to have to compete to get in the undrafted free agency market. So grabbing a quarterback here, it makes sense because you, then you don't have to compete for other teams trying to grab one. So All right. I'll add one thing. The yep. only person I would take here for what you just said, mm-hmm. and, and James is going to laugh, but uh, running back Shane Simpson from Virginia is my like all time favorite sleeper in the draft. I watched him play high school football, college football. I don't know if he's there still, but he is – He's the Dolphins met with him. He's a third-down monster, and he's a kick returner, punt returner, but he's not there, so. He's not. Um, okay, so are we good with taking quarterback? We'll go – Oh, yeah. We'll just take best available then. Yeah. Uh, honestly, right here, we'll just go uh, Sam Ellinger once. Okay, so let's see this. So, man, they're not nice to us. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't – you know, media not being nice to Dolphins fans. Shock. Anyway, let's uh, – so we got – just a recap. Got Kyle Pitts, pick six. Tevin Jenkins at 18. Javante Williams at 38 – or 36. Landon Dickerson at 50. That alone, woof. Like, yeah. you're talking about some players there that if they, it can materialize, specifically with, like, Landon Dickerson with – you know, you always cross your fingers with the injuries. Um, but, you know, you look at the firepower there – and the foundational pieces on top of it. Then we got Jabril Cox, Patrick Jones, Frank Darby, Sam Ellinger. Uh, overall, we got a B minus on the draft, which I mean, that, that seems pretty realistic with the dolphins. I feel like after the draft, we always kind of get that B ish ranking, whether it's correct or not. I feel like that's typically what Chris Greer does. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if the dolphins get pits at six, I don't care what anyone says. It's the best pick in the entire. <laughs> I don't draft. like the C <laughs> ranking for pits since, though. They gave since when do you C like pits? Yeah, <laughs> I mean C plus at six. Pro football focus can they can go pound sand, man. That's come on. <laughs> That's just not right. I just want to see the dolphins take pits at six, and then I want to. I, I here's my thing. I'm excited for whoever goes quarterback to any team. I'm excited for them to be hyped by Colin Coward one day. And I'm just excited to see the journey, man. I'm excited to see what Colin Coward has to say after the first loss. Um, You know, I just feel bad for these quarterbacks, man. I hope they never lose a game. Anyway, (laughs) I'm just, I I never usually, I never usually am this saucy on my podcast. I apologize. (laughs) It's because I never have this many dolphin fans and, and, and amazing (laughs) dolphin YouTubers and Twitter people. Okay. So let's just get through this whole mock draft real quick. Uh, we're going to start off. We'll go in this order. We'll go James, Jeremy. Um, we'll go. Let's see. I, what did I say before? I don't know the order I did before. Doug, I think you're fourth. Um, okay. You'll go You'll go fourth. You'll go every five picks after four. So let's just go through it. Just, uh, you know, quickly, just who you think they're going to pick. We'll start off with the first pick. Um, James, who you got? 
You know, I'm taking a long, hard look at Mac Jones. Um, <laughs> but but, oh, but, oh, but to be honest with you, I think I'm going to have to go with Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> pick number two. Jeremy, who you got? I'll just go quick here. Zach Wilson, obviously the Jets are in love with him. Uh, big little thing, the Dolphins – I mean, the Eagles did try to trade up and the Jets didn't accept it. So my guess is that they knew that Zach Wilson was the guy then. Okay, coordinator, you buying the Mac Jones to 49ers hype? I am not. I'm actually buying the – I think they're going to go Justin Fields here. Um, I think Justin Fields is the better prospect for them, fits more of their system. So I'm taking Justin Fields at this position if I'm the 49ers. If they take Mac Jones, it's going to work out for them too. But Justin Fields is the better prospect. I think he's going number three. I would think. I just don't understand why you would. Hey, if they trade that much and the Dolphins got that much draft capital for them to get Mac Jones, I mean, more power he's to gonna, you. Anyway, he's going to work in their system. He's going to a good team, luckily, if he goes right. there. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, Doug, you got the uh, Atlanta Falcons, which is really where the draft starts, uh, you know, most people's eyes. So, Doug, you got basically the first pick in the draft. You going quarterback, you trading out, or are you taking a player, not quarterback? And it's so funny, too, because a lot of people think, you know, a good amount of people think that they're going quarterback here, you know, even though their owner came out and said they're going to stick with Matt Ryan, but then he also came out wants a quarterback of the future to build behind Matt Ryan. Um, they could go Trey Lance here. They can go Mac Jones. I think they would go, if they're going to go quarterback, I think they go Trey Lance here. No knock on uh, Mac Jones. Or they go Kyle Pitts here. And I know Jeremy's probably screaming right now. Um, <laughs> they could go <laughs> Kyle Pitts here. And you know what? That's what they're going to do. I think they're going to take Kyle Pitts here. I really think that a lot of people are underestimating the Falcons taking Kyle Pitts. I mm-hmm. truly believe he has a chance to go for. Think about that offense with Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. I don't know if people remember, but Matt Ryan is really, really good quarterback. So that yeah. would be an insane, scary offense. Get another twenty Gonzalez in there. The only thing to me is if they take offense, it's the same thing with the Cowboys taking Kyle Pitts with all those rumors. Like, I understand, yeah, let's get the high-powered offense, but the problem isn't the offense. So, for me, it's either offensive line or defense. They trade back. But, okay, so, Doug, you got them taking Kyle Pitts. Sorry, Jeremy. Really apologize about that. But, <laughs> no, wasn't my decision. Okay. I like it. Uh, okay, so, duh, or wait, is this me? Oh, my God, I have the Bengals. <laughs> I, I have to be careful. Here's the thing. I have to be careful what I say about the Bengals because my girlfriend's dad is Zach Cousins' first cousin, or Zach Taylor's first cousin. So, like, I always get worried he'll listen and, like, tell the family what I say about the Bengals. <laughs> I, I really, guys, after the Bengals game, I really had to watch my tongue with, like, what I said about after the punt thing. Ooh, I really had to hold my tongue. Anyway. Uh, I think the Bengals, I've said this many times, I understand pairing Jamar Chase is amazing. Your number one goal should be to protect the quarterback that you just took first overall. Let's not forget his season ended with his knee bending in two different directions. Get Penny Sewell, best tackle, best offensive lineman in the draft, probably a top three talent in my eyes, maybe even first or second best player. I'd put him over any of the quarterbacks. I think him and Kyle Pitts are better at their position than any of the quarterbacks are. Uh, Bengals would be very foolish here in my eyes not to take Penny Sewell. They go Penny Sewell at pick five. James, you got you got the Dolphins, man. All right. You know, I've really been contemplating Slater here. 
Okay. Well, next episode of Man Man coverage is canceled. Everyone, <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Devonte Smith here. Agreed. Completely agree. Okay, Jeremy, you're up for the lines. Well, this would be a tough one for me, but if Jamar Chase is there at seven, I think they lost Galladay, and I would say Jamar Chase is better than Kenny Galladay. I know a lot of people wanted Kenny Galladay in Miami, but not me. So give me Jamar Chase at seven. Yeah, I mean, you have Jared Goff. You're going to need to – I mean, with any quarterback, you need to get him weapons, but I think they're going to try to make it work with him, get him a phenomenal wide receiver. Okay, coordinator, you're up. Eighth pick. Who you got the Panthers taking? Okay, I can see them – they lost Curtis uh, Samuel, mm-hmm. so I can see them going wide receiver. I think Jalen Waddle is going to be good for them. They just got Sam Darnold. I don't think they're going to go quarterback. They may, but I don't think they will. So I think Jalen Waddle's the pick. Okay. See, at first, I always thought they would take Micah Parsons maybe to replace Luke Kuechly, but I understand Jalen Waddle completely. Okay, ninth pick. Doug, you're up. This is a hard one. Um, they can go in so many different directions. Because they're not sold on lock, so they could go quarterback, grab Lance, grab Mac Jones. They could get younger at linebacker, get Micah Parsons. They do need help on the offensive line, go Rashawn Slater. I'm going to have them go Micah Parsons. I think that'll you know help them out that linebacker core. I agree. I mean, they got defensive-minded head coach. They get the most explosive defensive playmaker in the draft, probably. Okay, uh, the Cowboys. Uh, my mom is a Cowboys fan, so what will I do here? Um, they need defense to me. If it's not offensive line, uh, do I expect Jerry Jones to do the right thing? No, but um, I'm going to go defense here. I think cornerback, they lost Byron Jones. Not that he's Jalen Ramsey, but they. here's the thing. You can have as high powered of an offense as you want. If you're giving up one more point, if you're, if you're scoring 40, you're giving up 41 doesn't matter. So for me, uh, I probably think they'll take Patrick Sertan. Aside from injury, I think Caleb Farley's the best cornerback in the draft. Some say J.C. Horn. I think he'll pair Diggs, who's also from Alabama, pair him with another Alabama cornerback. We know plenty about the Sertan bloodline. They're phenomenal. So I think Jerry Jones is going to go big name here, Patrick Sertan. All right. So we got the Giants on the clock here. I'm going to go corner. And I'm going to go with J.C. Horn. All right. So I used to cover the Philadelphia Eagles, as a lot of you know, since 2015. I'm uh, pretty in tune with the way the Eagles work. I just knew they were going to take Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, which was absolutely horrendous. But – I think they're going to turn their franchise around here, and I'm going to I'm going to mix up the draft. At 12, they are going to go quarterback Trey Lance because they are not sold one bit on Jalen Hurts. I can promise you they are not one bit. They are still trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. They tried to trade up and get one of the top quarterbacks. I don't think Trey Lance will drop to 12, but if he does, they're going to get him, and then they got three first-round picks next year to build around him. So I think they're going to go Trey Lance. I thought you were going to say get Mac Jones. They just love Alabama corner quarterbacks that couldn't beat out Tua. Anyway. I just think it would be too fitting to get another quarterback from North Dakota State. I just think that's hilarious. That would be – that's that's the ultimate Howie Roseman troll. <laughs> okay, uh, pick 13, who you got? This is you, coordinator, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Pick 13. So they're going to go, they're definitely going to attack. They're going to protect Herbert and they're going to get him a better offensive line. They're going to go rush on Slater here. Okay. I, I agree with that pick. They need offensive, offensive line help. Doug, who you got right now? 14 to the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are probably very upset that Rashawn Slater went the pick before. So they'll probably take uh, Christian uh, Darisaw here. <clears throat> Why? Why? Why do Luke I who fell to him? Look who fell to him. Give him. Ooh. Do it. Do it. Yeah, it's I, just I, too I, perfect, right? Do it. <laughs> it's just like yeah, they get the Tom Brady, the new Tom Brady, right? The Dolphins will eat him up twice a year. Can't wait. <laughs> Man, him against Tua versus Mac Jones. Oh my that, god, that's going to be a fun Colin Coward segment. Two <laughs> times a year, all week. That's all they're gonna. That's all they're gonna talk about. Okay, sixteen. James, you're up. All right, we're going we're gonna to go a little wild here. The Cardinals, we're going to select Najee Harris. Wow. I don't, I don't think that's wild. I think it's very – oh, wait, this thing has Najee Harris ranked like 65. One second. <laughs> well, James is just helping us all out to get better players. We appreciate it, James. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they, did I read this correctly? Didn't they just sign – or no, they're visiting. James Conner is visiting with the Cardinals. I think I read that right. Not that that would obviously make them not want to draft a uh, running back. Okay, Jeremy, who you got the Raiders taking? Okay, oh, I got a perfect before fit. You say, okay, before okay. you say your pick, just whatever you think is the correct thing to do, do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> no way. It was so obvious they were taking rugs. Are you kidding me? It was just too obvious. They were taking no, rugs. are they going to take the Florida uh, Florida corner, the wide receiver from Florida? <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Hey, Colin Farrell, fourth overall. No, so <laughs> I think it, this is a perfect fit for the Raiders. He's a nasty offensive lineman. I took him at – well, we all took him at 18 last time, but I think they're going to go Tevin Jenkins here at 17. That's a good pick. I mean, they got rid of, like, everyone, so – yeah. They might as well. Who gets to pick for the Dolphins? Okay, coordinator, you get to pick for the Dolphins. Who are you picking with 18? All right, so we are very upset that Tevin Jenkins just went at pick 17 and we're sitting at pick 18. Um, so let's talk about defense here. I think they're going to go linebacker. I like Jeremiah Osukoromoa a lot. He's my favorite linebacker in the draft. I think Dolphins go here. He can fit a lot of positions. He fits what Brian Flores wants. Completely That's agree. Love that pick. Doug, you got the Washington football team. Boy, um, they're probably going to go Rashad Bateman here. Okay, I yeah, I, th- I think. Oh man, Rashad Bateman's going to be catching passes from Fitzmagic. Get Fitz yeah. Fitzmagic those weapons, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Build <laughs> around Fitzmagic. He's he's kind of going to a similar situation. Good defense. He's going to be that bridge quarterback. Obviously, good for him. Okay, I got the Bears. Um, let's see. With Andy Dalton at quarterback, is there any pick here that would really help? <laughs> um, Listen, I don't like the Andy Dalton slander. I, I think if you look at his career, let's be real. He's not bad, man. He took the bag. No, no he's, not, he's not bad. It's just, I mean, if you're – could they address quarterback, though? Is it out of the realm possibility that they would be one of those teams to take a chance? I mean, you have, you know, a, a coach that prides himself on being an offensive mind – could he be a Kyle Shanahan that takes a developmental quarterback behind Andy Dalton? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think he has the time to do it, though. I think he knows. I, I don't. I think year. he needs to get uh, weapons on his team. But I also – because I, I like their defense. Um, I'm a huge fan of Elijah Moore. Uh, but I think that – where is he? Is he Is he even on here? Hello? Hold on one second. 
I, I'm gonna go Kadarius Tony. I I love Kadarius Tony, and I, <laughs> I I'm gonna go. Kadarius. He's going to the Raiders. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> no, it'll probably no to the Raiders. It'll probably be Dwayne Eskridge. <laughs> I'm just okay. Yeah, Kadarius Tony. I'm gonna go. Uh, I I just think they they need to get him weapons. Uh, they need to try to make that offense more explosive. They go a very explosive playmaker, Kadarius Tony. Okay, James, you're up with 21st pick. Who are the Colts taking? Let's look at the edge players. Okay, let's go down to edge. Okay, you got – these are probably the people you care about, these top five. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm probably going to go here with my man Quiddy here for the – Quiddy, very good, good, good pick. Quiddy Pay going to the Colts. Professor, who you got the Titans taking? Uh, I want to just take a tackle just as a joke, just because of the whole Isaiah Wilson fail. But uh, I'm going to go with Greg Newsom here. I think adding a corner will be big for their defense. And they lost um, – I'm going to forget his name for some odd reason, but he went to the Giants. Okay, coordinator, you got the privilege of picking for the Jets at pick 23. I... <laughs> All right, so they're going to get the worst player in the draft, uh, bottom ranked. All right, uh, let's see. So, if you need me to look at a specific position, just let me know. I think they're going to go edge here. I think that's either edge or guard or quarterback. Those are edge. I agree. I think I think they'll like Jalen Phillips there. Jalen Phillips, okay. Yeah, I think that's entirely in the realm possibility. I mean, Robert Salas coming from a place that invested heavily in that defensive line. Okay, Doug, you get to pick for the Steelers. Oh, um, boy, I don't even know what they would do here. Would they go quarterback here? Would they take Kyle Trask here? I mean, they need to figure out something. If Ben, I don't know how long Ben's going to be there. Uh, I mean, Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins cannot be the answer. Uh, I think personally, if it were me, I'd probably say quarterback. Or tackle. There's yeah. a guard dropping too. Oh my god! A lot of people say running back. I mean, I've my brother and dad are lifelong Steelers fans. I, I've seen too many running backs go in the fourth round to the Steelers that are like Pro Bowlers. <laughs> so I don't think they're gonna be no. a running back first round. I think they're gonna go foundational. Fair Tucker's still there too, right? Yeah. Who you who you want, Doug? Um. Or is there a different position you want to look at? Samuel Cosme? Uh, is uh, he? Yeah, I think they'll take him. Okay. The tackle. And then I got I like that pick. He's I awesome. Get, he's one of my favorite tackles in the draft. Yeah, he's so I get, versatile. I get all he's, these. Points. He played so much. Uh, okay, they don't need quarterback or tight end tackle. Uh, hmm, best players available. I mean, they got pretty. Huh. Trying to see. Apparently, safety is a need. I, I don't think Trevin Maring. I don't think. I think that's a little high, to be honest, for him. Um, I mean, I, I. How do we feel about their weapons? Like, do you think they have good enough weapons to where they don't need to address it right away? They got Chark in. They uh, drafted the kid from. Uh, what, what is it, Vandy? Um, what's his name? I loved him last year. He had the injury problems. He's like, he plays running back receiver. They move him all over. They need edge, right? Because ever since they got rid of Ngakwe, they just have, they have Josh Allen. They could go edge, right? 
I mean, they'll probably go best player available. They're building. Oh, LaVisca Chenault. That's his name from Colorado. That's what it was. Not Vandy. Same color. All right. I'm going to go defense. Uh, is there any Ohio State players? No. Okay. I'm going to go defense. I'm going to go Zizo Shalari. Smart guy, you're up. Let's say the linebackers. Linebackers. The Browns. Jeez. Hmm. I think – let's see here. Scroll down just a little bit. Yeah. And also keep in mind, apparently they are going to sign, or at least it's reported they're going to sign Jadavian Clowney. So. Yeah, I think I'm going to go – I'm going to go Zayvon Collins here. I love Zayvon Collins. Okay. And Jadavion Clowney is going to be the Gus Farad of freaking outside linebackers. <laughs> He's gonna play right. for like four hundred teams. Yeah. Can you go to can you go to receiver here? Yeah. Can you scroll down a little? Yeah. Was uh who did someone take Jalen Waddle? Did I just miss that? Did I just like yeah, block out for that? Waddle went uh seven two. Uh, I, I just I, I just blocked out for that pick, I guess. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine if Jalen Waddle Jalen Waddle is still there? Yeah, I mean they definitely need a receiver. They did get uh Sammy Watkins, but I don't think that's the long term answer. I do think, though, if these edges start dropping, uh, can you go to edge? Yeah. I just think that they they build their team on, you know, controlling the ball and playing defense. So uh, Edges are right here, I think. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised one bit to, uh, to see them either go receiver or edge. I'm going to go – this is a tough one. This is the hardest pick I had. I'm going to go with Terrence Marshall. I think he's pretty underrated. Obviously, he's the other LSU receiver that a lot of people don't talk about, but they they definitely need to try to get a alpha wide receiver, and I think he could be an alpha wide receiver for that. Right. I, I mean, I agree. Okay, coordinator, you're up. Who are the Saints taking with Kevin Gene James? Taking Christian Barmore from Alabama here. Okay, I think they're going to take best player available. So do so. Are you so you think quarterback wise they're going to try to stick it out with Taysom Hill and Jameis? Yeah, I don't think that they're going to reach for a quarterback right now. What quarterbacks are available right now? Um, Kyle Trask. And if Kyle you did Trask, see on Hale, Florida uh, Hale, not, not to Kyle plug myself. <laughs> I mean, Kyle Trask could go to the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> they might trade up to 18 with the Dolphins for him. I don't know. I heard from a source of a source that knows Chris Greer's barber. Um, so, you know, not sure yet. I'll let you know. Okay, Packers. To the Dolphins. Heard here first. Uh, no, nah, I think uh, I think they're gonna wait on Kyle Trask. Uh, so they're gonna go Barmore here, but I think they will take Trask later. All right. Who you got the Packers taking, Doug? I kind of want to give them the wide receiver that they've been begging for for what the past like 15 years and give them Elijah Moore. Um, also corner because corner kind of really hurt them in the playoffs. Um I, Caleb I gonna, Farley, though, man, he's here. and I, I'm Yeah, gonna, I think I'm going to go Khalid Farley here. Okay. Oh, the Bills. Come on. You get the worst okay. teams to pick for. Dude, like, I, I don't know. I maybe should have. I should have picked first. Give him a kicker. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Ian Book. Uh, let's see. Uh, realistically, um, I'm one of those. I think offensively they have enough help uh i think with they did the right thing just being completely honest even though Dolphins fan they 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 did the right thing with their offense um but i think their defense this last year took a step back from what we saw in 2019 so 
you know, with Sean McDermott, I think he's going to try to go defense. Um, I mean, I think edge is a need for them and similar to Brian Flores. If you can get a guy like Greg Rousseau with a good defensive coordinator, a good solid team around him, um, obviously Greg Rousseau, the physical traits are there. It's more so just fine tuning. He's kind of raw as a prospect. Uh, so I'm going to go Greg Rousseau edge to Buffalo. I wouldn't be surprised if they went running back either. True. I just, yeah, I, I just think that especially with, you know, their, didn't they take, they took a running back last year, but I just feel like with their defense, they might look to get running back maybe in second round because they don't really have that, that many needs. So, you know, okay. Last two picks, the chiefs and the Buccaneers, they shouldn't get a pick, but they do. (laughs) Um, Who, okay. Who we got the chiefs taking James. Let's look at tackles. Yeah, I don't think you could watch the Super Bowl and not go here. <laughs> Poor Patrick Mahomes. He's like, I know I'm getting paid half a billion, but I mean, right. well, he shouldn't get excuses. So they should maybe possibly look at quarterback here, right? Because you know, <laughs> it is always the quarterback's fault, correct? <laughs> All, right. All right. From here, I'm going to be honest with you. It's just my own personal take. Um, I don't like Walker Little or. Um, Dylan here, Vera Tucker being listed as a tackle. I think he plays guard in the NFL. Um, they just got Thoney. So I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really like, um, the, the tackle value here. So let's look at best BPA. And, you know, they, they kept most everybody, but since we've gotten rid of a, of a wide receiver, wide receiver is a need for the Chiefs. So I'm going to go ahead and take um, Elijah Moore here. They would go Elijah Moore. Okay, Jeremy, to finish off the first Perfect. round for our mock draft collaborative 32-team mock draft, the Buccaneers, who are basically the exact same team as last year. I don't know how they did it, but they are the exact same team. Julian Edelman will not be in Tampa Bay per source. Just kidding. I don't know. But who you got them taking at 32? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, it's definitely interesting. The receiver position could be a interesting topic just because Antonio Brown still didn't re-sign. So I definitely would consider Rondell Moore here. I just think if the Penn State edge guy, Owas, I say it, if, if, if he makes it, to 32 i mean they got jpp he's one of those athletic edge rushers i mean they might consider doing it it's just it's so tough because there's no shot they're taking a quarterback in my opinion i just don't think that they're going to waste their time they're going to just try to win another super bowl so they're going to probably go best player on their board here and and best weapon so since antonio brown's not there anymore i'm going to get a little spicy here and i'm going to go rondell Moore. i think he would be so disgusting in their offense yeah. i mean i don't know who you cover or how you cover it so i'm going rondell Moore. and so we got a little bit of all here's the thing personally i hate draft grades i say it on the podcast all the time i hate draft grades because i'm like we've never seen these guys play uh so i'm not really a fan of draft grades but uh i really really enjoyed that uh, there you have it guys we have our first uh, collaborative mock draft done. Just going through it real quick. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Field. Wait, wait a second. Oh, wait, Mac Jones was 15. <laughs> I, thought Mac jo- I thought Mac Jones didn't get taken. 
in the first round. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Kyle Pitts, sad day for Professor uh, Penny Sewell, <laughs> Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Mike Parsons, Patrick Sertan, J.C. Horn, Trey Lance, shocked to the Philadelphia Eagles. Then we got some Rayshon Slater, Christian Dersall, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Tevin Jenkins, one of my favorite picks, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, Rashad Bateman, Kadarius Tony, Quiddy Pay, Greg Newsome. Man, all these guys, I have no idea who they are, some of them. Jalen Phillips, Samuel Cosme, Aziz Ujolari, Zavin Collins, Terrace Marshall Jr., Not Breathing, Christian Barmore, Caleb Farley, Greg Rousseau, Elijah Moore, and Rondale Moore. They're not related, are they? I don't think so. I don't That'll think be- so. I don't think so. Okay. Well, listeners, an hour and a half later, you you have two two mock drafts done. I just want to thank all of you guys, all five of you guys. Uh, actually, I'm five. So all four of you guys. It's late. <laughs> it's, it's late. Some people put their kids to bed. I haven't eaten yet. It's been a day. But I just want to really thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Uh, it means a lot to me and obviously to the listeners. Um, so I hope we can do this again sometime. And if I don't see any of you before the draft or talk to any of you, man, hoping for something good, hoping for some, some really good stuff. Uh, again, Jeremy, if we don't take pits, it will be okay. I understand. <laughs> it, it will be okay. At the end of the day, just breathe in and out. I don't think he'll be there. I really don't. I don't even think it's going to be an issue. I think someone's either going to trade up ahead of him or he's going to go four or five to one of those teams. I don't, I really don't think he's going to be there at six. See, I think personally, just real quick, I think personally the chances of Kyle Pitts being there are actually high. Um, and the reason I think that is just because I, I think with Atlanta, they're going to go trade back or take a quarterback or an offensive lineman because he gets sacked a lot. So for me, I actually think the chances of Pitts being there are high and I think that's why Chris Greer traded back up because he 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 just knows those things. Um, I hope you're right. I, I yeah, I guess so. But yeah, there it is, guys. Thanks for listening to this long episode of the podcast. And again, to you four, really, really appreciate your time. It means the world to me. Uh, thanks for everything you guys do on Twitter, on YouTube, uh, and I hope to catch you guys some other time.